0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the first and the inaugural episode of Brav Bros, the Bravo podcast from the bros for everybody, for anybody who cares to give us a listen. I am your co-host, Steele Russell, joined by my other co-host, Sean Shooter Morrison. Shooter. Happy to be here, guys. Thank you all for listening. So we wanted to bring you a new kind of Bravo podcast from a different kind of perspective, from from our perspective as guys who got into the game a little late, you know, I'm a two-year Bravo rookie. I'm still catching up, I'm trying to stay relevant and stay hip, but you know, I have my own Bravo story. I think that everybody that gets sucked into this channel has a story on how they got there. So, let's let's start with you shooter. Like tell me your Bravo background. How did this start for you?
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, like everybody else, my Bravo story started when I got into a relationship. My out girlfriend. Of, out of
0: all the Bravo stories, for dudes like us, how many do you? Yeah, think dudes started, like us, exactly. Dudes like us, how many think do you started watching Bravo because of a relationship? I'm gonna give it a strong 80,
1: 85%. percent. Eighty-five. I'd, I'd say eighty-five yeah. percent sounds yeah. About right. Yeah, I think that's good. Anyway, but, continue. Uh, as Steele said, I'm also pretty much a Bravo rookie, maybe one and a half, two years, but all started with uh, with my girlfriend, who's a huge Bravo fan, very strong Bravo fan, watches everything from Summer House to Potomac and everything in between. Every time we turn the TV on, Bravo's on. So at some point, I'm going to be the one to start watching it as well. What was
0: your first? What's the first one?
1: Definitely Summer House. Uh, Summer House was the first one that really grabbed my attention, really spoke to me in ways that only a themed party in the Hamptons every single weekend could really speak to a guy like me. So that
0: resonated with you. Yeah. You yeah. That right?
1: resonated, you know, the guys in the house all resonated with me. So uh it was an easy deep dive for me to get into that show. And then obviously from there, you know, moving into the Housewives,
0: whatever the first housewife show is that you watch. I think that's the general progression of Bravos. Yeah. Bravo's. Bravo's plural. Bravos Apparently yes. we are Bravos. So that's what we're gonna call our fans if we ever have any, our bravos. Um, so. But yeah,
1: so that's that's pretty much how I got into it, and it's it's evolved into much more than just one or two shows. It's an all year round thing. There's always a new show coming out, so you know, getting excited to to get into each show, talk about it with my girlfriend, talk about it with my bros. How do you how do you feel about Below Deck? Uh, I think the Below Deck is the type of show that's always on. I don't know how they have it syndicated, but it is always on all day long, all morning long. I don't think that there's much, there's enough storyline for me to really get
0: involved in. I get confused. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's I it,
0: never know if I'm caught up or who, like, what boat I'm on. Yeah, I, and I ask that question all the, the time. The one captain gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't like them.
1: It's just I don't know if I'm watching a show from 2007 or 2022. It's, That's fair. It, it just. It all looks the same to me. So that, that is actually, there's the exception to the rule. I don't really watch that one.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I, don't, I don't either. My, so my Bravo story is similar. Um, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, whoop, thank you, um, was a, <laughs> a huge Bravo fan. So it was on all the time. She would try to get me to watch. And I think like most guys or girls in my shoes that are not into the Bravo scene You kind of begrudgingly start watching, you know, you're like arms are crossed in the corner watching some nonsense on TV, not really paying attention. And I think, at least for me and this, I would love to know how many people this happened to. You're looking at your phone, not paying attention, and you just hear some absurd comment come out of the television.
1: Yeah, I like to call it the angry dad watching from the corner. He's mad that it's on TV, but he's still kind of watching. He has a general idea of what's going on and who girls are, who guys are, and always has a comment to make always has a comment to make. Whether your girlfriend likes it or not, there's always something going on there. And before you know it, you're sitting down, glass of wine, charcuterie board, and you're like, where the hell
0: how did I get here? How did I get here? And it's and then it becomes an event. You start you plan days around what's on that evening. Not not like super scheduled, but yeah, like, oh, we got Jersey premiered tonight. So now yeah. we're going to, now we make it a dinner event. Now we're going to get something nice or, you know, something fun while we watch the show.
1: It, it sort of brings you back to to days before streaming where you actually have a set regimented schedule. All right, we've got this on Tuesday night, this on wow, Wednesday night, this on really Thursday night.
0: Point. That's a great point. Yeah.
1: So you have something to look forward to because it's released every week. And then when it's over, you're like, what? I feel like we didn't get any closure, but I well, like- here comes your closure. How about three reunion episodes? So it really grabs you and, and keeps you Keeps you watching for a good like seven, ten, seven to 12 weeks straight. And that's yeah, great. Yeah, it ties
0: it up relatively neat. And I mean, neatly is a loose term here just oh, because, you know. I there's... don't think anything's done neat. Yeah. No, but I'm saying it from a fan standpoint, you get done the show and then you immediately get to know where everybody stands after all of that nonsense stops. Yeah. You get the answers. And I think that's probably one of the biggest pulls from Bravo is that we're going to give you everything you want yep. and everything you don't want. There's a lot of stuff that, I mean, it's a competition constantly with who's the worst person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of candidates. A lot of candidates. Some of them are my favorite. Some of them I'm going to catch a lot of flack for because I support them. And is steel. Who's that? Well, we've got Sutton. Yeah. See, that's, I can't stand her. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it. We don't need to
0: get into that now, but I, I don't even, I can't stand
1: her. Yeah. we'll We'll carve out a lot of time for that one. But I find myself supporting some of the worst characters because I think they make the best TV. So, Do you think that reflects on who you are as a person? I think you could read a lot into that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: should, we, should we dive into that first? No, no,
1: no, no. We don't have to get into the um, no. psychology corner just yet.
0: Something that we didn't plan. We sort of had a breaking news moment where we need to discuss the uh, – the Paige and Lindsay drama that's been going on with the Summer House reunion. Yep. Where do you fall on the Paige-Lindsay split? Uh,
1: for now, and I feel like anything that we say is always going to be you know, currently where I sit. Uh, I'm on Lindsay's side. I think that Lindsay's summer, I think you know, she You're has... You're a Lindsay stan. Is
0: your, the, the I Lindsay don't stan? think I
1: can call myself a Lindsay stan because there are definitely a lot of moments where I'm like, what the hell is she doing? But at the moment, I'm on Lindsay's side. I don't think that she did necessarily anything terrible this summer. You know, obviously the whole Austin thing played out how it did with Sierra, but I think Paige was inciting drama the whole time. I think the fact that she, she jumped into this relationship with Craig and she feels like she's, she's very well off. She can kind of talk down to people a little bit and get people riled up because she wants the drama to unfold the way that she wants it to unfold. Um, yeah, I think behind the scenes and sometimes even up close and personal, Paige can be a little bit of a drama queen. With I think whole she thing. plays
0: both sides. She's always on both sides. And then what drives me nuts about Paige, if you didn't know, I'm, I'm with Lindsay on this as well. Yeah. But what drives me nuts with her, and this goes back to all that shit with Craig and Andrea all summer, mm-hmm. which drove me insane because now they have dinner that one night. You know, after the fact page is exclusive with Craig. I don't think they're officially boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't yet. know. I have no it's idea. It's all about, you know, you gotta have that label.
1: They're not seeing other people. I think is missed. what
0: does that mean? I don't know. Are you not dating at that point?
1: I don't know. The semantics of the whole thing just that, it really that, breaks you apart.
0: If you're like so if that's the the vibe, right? Like that's what you've agreed upon. Does that mean if, like, you're out of the bar and something happens, it's like, ah, uh, you know. Yeah, are you you're broken you're not, up at that
1: point. I mean, you're not together. So you're not
0: together, but you're not seeing other people, but you're not boyfriend and girlfriend.
1: That phase of that pre-relationship is over with. I don't, you know. Uh, we're going to have to get a flow chart going here I think with, we, uh, with we, how this works. But, yeah. I we'll know. have
0: multiple flow charts before this podcast is over. <laughs> um, but back to my point, the Craig and Andrea nonsense, they're sitting at dinner. Shit's already been blowing up all summer. Lindsay is a shit show. She's walking around in a maze drunk and Amanda, because Amanda's crying. Yeah. Right. And then Andrea, Denver, which we'll get into eventually. Yeah. Um, Andrea kind of opens up to the group finally. He's been having a hard time because he wants to find love. And he has yet to find love.
1: Poor Even guy. as
0: he said, you know, everyone thinks I'm like the super hot guy, the super attractive guy. And that is he, true. He's a a stunning fella. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But, you know, it makes you realize, like, yeah, he's a human being, which was I thought it was a vulnerable, sweet moment.
1: I thought it was a vulnerable, sweet moment that maybe went on for three or four episodes too long. I agree with that. He was sulking
0: a little too much for my liking. But I appreciate him being honest about it. But in that moment, Paige, who is now exclusively with Craig, not dating, but not seeing other people. Takes it upon herself to say that that hurts her feelings. Yeah, because he was also seeing Lexi, Lexi, right? Yes. While seeing Paige,
1: not sure how that really overlaps, or if Paige is just making this whole thing about herself. To be honest, but will, there was a hole with the Vermont house and Paige and Andrea, and then he was talking to Lexi maybe in the spring, but that was the Summer skewed. House Started, yeah, the timeline. I mean. With all of these shows, the timeline is the always a skewed. skewed.
0: But regardless, yeah, Paige is openly up until that point with Craig sometimes, and then with Andrea other times.
1: Yeah. So for her to sit there and tell Lindsay that she wasn't doing the right thing all summer because she was dating every guy that looked at her and flirting with every guy who walked past. I mean, that in the words of Lindsay, that's what she was doing. She was doing a Lindsay summer. You know, we'll put it aside that she's 35 and still, you know, getting blackout drunk every weekend and hooking up with a random guy in Hampton's bar. But hey, no, I, well, I was more talking about
0: how she seemingly shit on Andrea for doing the same thing she did. But if you want to get into the Lindsay stuff, yeah, yeah, she's having Lindsay summer, but let's be real here. Like that was an absolute train wreck.
1: Yeah. She Uh, was a
0: shit show the entire summer. Yeah. She clearly had a drinking problem, but I think she's sober now that she's with Carl. Which is good for both of them. Both parties, for sure. Yeah. But I don't have so much of an issue with her taking... Here's the thing, okay? And this, there's a lot of layers to this. And this is why, for the first episode, we had to dive into this. Because yeah. there's definitely moments throughout the summer where I can see where Paige is coming from mm-hmm. with Lindsay pissing her off. Yeah. However, the level that it gets to in the reunion... And I think the next one is on Monday. Yeah. But, like, why does she care so much? What's what's her hang-up on the whole thing? Why I don't she... know.
1: Maybe she does, like, have a deep-seated issue with Lindsay, and that's why she was lighting a fire under Sierra's ass the entire summer trying to get her uh, at least, like, a little wound up. and she, A little led, wound up? Well, it led to the, the wine glass throw at Danielle, which... Touching on Danielle, probably the realest person in the house. Danielle pisses me off. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I think if you're if you're gonna pick a fight with someone in the house, Danielle's probably the last one that you would because I could see Danielle just squaring you up oh, she seems and punching real. you right in the face. Yeah. I, that's I, what I mean by yeah, real. And less she, so than anything else.
0: That's fair. She does seem like, you know, she doesn't escalate mm-hmm. unless it's like actually a moment where she should be as she's yeah. justified in her escalation of the moment. However, her weird thing about coming to Lindsay's defense. At all times. At all times. Well,
1: Carl does the same thing. And people they went but, back on the reunion and said, Well, Carl, you're only coming or you're only coming to Lindsay's defense because you guys are dating. But then they bring the flashbacks in every single reunion when Lindsay gets picked on, Carl steps in.
0: Well clearly I that I don't find that weird. Clearly, I think
1: that's entirely fine. I think I maybe Well clearly Danielle, there was
0: feelings there prior to all of this happening. Yeah. And that's probably why Danielle, who's new to the scene who gets like as soon as shit starts to pop off. The instant it's about Lindsay, Danielle's the first one fired up. Yeah, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, well, there could be feelings there too. Who knows? Interesting.
0: Yeah, hot take. Yeah,
1: hot take number one.
0: Hot take number one. Count it. That's the first official hot take. But back to the main point here. I am Team Lindsay on this one. As I, am I. I again
1: at the moment. Now, At the moment. We could, new things could pop up next reunion. We don't know. We could flip sides a little, but I can't really see myself flipping completely. I don't see it up.
0: happening. I, the craziest part is like all of this shit was started by the Honda Civic of dudes, which is Austin. Yeah. Which also is
1: baffling to me. I think that's offensive to Honda Civics.
0: I I would actually agree. I yeah. think that he's more like a, like a Saturn. No, nah, that's good. Yeah, right. discontinued. Discontinued. Yeah, irrelevant. Still out there on the road. Kind still of there. Yeah, you know he's still there, yeah. but like he's irrelevant at this yeah. point. And I guess my biggest issue with the whole thing is like I don't understand how you get that worked up about a dude that's clearly not into like the dating or actual like he's the most obvious fuck boy in the world in my yeah. opinion. And I don't understand how people fall for it. And then he sits there and insults Sierra to her face in yep. the kitchen whilst making out with Lindsay in front of her at a party in front of tons of people. Yep. And yet she's still in the kitchen like trying to like make it work or trying yep. to like read it and see if it's something that can continue. And I just it it's funny because up until he was in the picture sierra was always like oh she's the tough girl like oh like she's not gonna take any shit from anybody Mm -hmm. like if a man treated her like that like she wouldn't put up with that shit but bam
1: well let's be honest with sierra the only reason that she's there is because luke hooked up with her and it was covid and he asked if he could bring another girl to the house and then she immediately got back on but so why are we i guess because she went to vermont and had the whole winter house thing and in, her, knows, in but... her
0: own right, she has made a place for herself. Yeah, but she should have known
1: and cut ties with Austin well before That's what that I'm kitchen saying. talk. And Paige, if Paige was actually a supportive friend, would have been like, just forget Austin. Just don't let it bother you. Instead, Instead she... she threw her at Lindsay. Right. Wound her up so tight and then said, go take out your anger on Lindsay. Not Austin. Nope. Poor, you know, poor sweet Austin who's playing every possible side and just getting drunk and what running around. Austin. He would have hooked up with anyone that popped around. That's he not an him. excuse. No, I, I'm being sarcastic. Oh. I really do not support <laughs> Austin at all. I was
0: like, oh, hot take yeah. number two, shooters yeah. on Austin's side. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. That would be too hot for a take. But no, I mean, if if Paige was a good friend, she wouldn't have done that to Sierra. She would have just told her to cut ties, move on, and have a good summer. Instead, she aimed her at Lindsay, which then deflected on Danielle,
0: well, Danielle like, back to Danielle being the only real one is Danielle was the first one and continued throughout the whole argument to say are we really going to do this over him? Yeah. She pointed out like how ridiculous it was that like yeah. Austin is the guy that we're talking yeah. about here. He looks like like a golden retriever that is having a really bad day in my mind. Yeah. That's that's just what I picture. Yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. like the I don't want to say like that you get from the SBCA because I hope the people adopt dogs and help them out, and that makes me sound really bad. So that's where I was gonna go, but I checked myself. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, but I, I, to to sum it up, I, Steele and I are definitely fully on Lindsay's side again for now. Um, for
0: now, it could change. It could but... be on. I mean, I, n- neither of this is where the Bravo effect comes in because it's fucking insane. Like neither of them are cool. Like no. this all sucks. No, yes. We're, we're Lind-
1: picking, we're picking between, you know, bottom of the barrel. Yeah. To lesser to of,
0: of two better. evils. Like they were, Lindsay was an absolute, she was clearly going through something. All right. So like, I understand that. Like no one acts that way unless they got some real shit going on behind the scenes. Right. Fair. Paige was a shit stir the whole time. Trying to, like you said, get Sierra wound up so that she would go attack. Yeah. Any other scenario, if this is friends in your friend group, they're both assholes, and they both should fuck off. Like, that's just—I mean, we don't—we could do this all day. We could have a summer house, like, entire podcast. But let's get down to the main reason for today. Our first episode, we are going episode to episode with Beverly Hills. Yep. Robh. R H O B H. I thought that oh, like Roni. I thought that was
1: Roni makes more sense. Roni but, makes
0: sense, but you can't really do it with the other ones. No, no. Real Housewives of Pato- Rop.
1: I don't try to make this work the whole time. Uh,
0: Real Housewives of Bol- Rock, Rock, Raha. Yeah. Rock. Soft Age. We're,
1: uh, we're not going to try to make this happen. No. Nope.
0: No. All right. Well, if you guys can come up with a better one, you can you can send it our way. Assuming that people are listening to this Assuming- at this point
1: assuming there is a better one.
0: Yeah, there might not be. Um but let's jump right in. We start off all right with just the scene of the break in is the intro before we get into the show. Yep. Right and um as we're moving on we can start over. Yeah. Um
1: well, I mean they yeah, they start off they give you a little snippet of the break in which everybody already knew happened, but now we get to I see didn't. it. I oh, didn't I hadn't
0: seen it No. Wow no that was news to me okay so I was I was stunned.
1: That's good that's that's good and fresh yeah. yeah
0: so you know I was really prepping for the podcast. I wanted it to all be organic.
1: Well, the funny thing is and you know obviously this is our first episode, so we're jumping into something very real, which that's, is that's good. Yeah. It's good for content. But
0: content know, like, purposes. Yeah, it's I was hoping for something a little more loosey-goosey little right more, out of the gate, yeah. something we could, you know, just joke around about because yeah. there are going to be times in my opinions on what happened that yeah. I'm going to feel bad because yeah. of this. Like, let's clear this up immediately, no matter what opinions are expressed from here on out. Like she was held at gunpoint. Her kids were in the house. Like it's a terrifying scenario absolutely, and should not be made light of. No. However, there are some things that I would like to touch on.
1: Well, of course. And I mean, it could be a lot easier if this episode was pretty much just, let's talk about what Sutton said on Watch What Happens Live about Lisa, or we could move on to what Eric is going through with everything on her end, and she's you know happy that she's finally having sex, which is nice. That's great. Which I thought Lisa's comment about that was, well, you weren't having any sex with Tom, so that's great. That was very funny, Erica.
0: I quote, wrote this one down. Actually, is um, Erica's dating again, and she is not necessarily dating. She's having sex with nice people. Yep, and so or not, some not- and nice people. some <laughs> not so nice people. <laughs> yeah. Which you know, good for her. Yeah. You've, you've been through it. Like, go have some fun. Yep, you're you're in L A. or B H. It's not L A. Yep, woof, Beverly Hills, <laughs> close, uh, California. You yeah, know, Cali's not that big. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Erica's out there having sex with nice people. Um, Garcelle and Sutton are single in Miami. Yep. All right. We got a clip. of that I hope we get some more content. I could watch a show with those two in Miami.
1: Yeah. They, they have enough. Honestly, they have enough hot takes to, to keep them going for Garcelle like and Sutton. take Miami
0: yeah. is the yeah. next installment. I would like to see. Yep. Like, uh, at least a mini series, like real housewives, ultimate girl strip. <laughs> Only it's just Sutton and Garcelle hitting the clubs
1: in Miami. And getting massages afterwards.
0: Were they getting... Oh, oh my God. Yeah, she likes... Yep. And the deep and hard massage. Deep deep and hard. Yep, deep and hard.
1: Which some of Sutton's faces, when people say things to her or around her, they are really funny.
0: She's like, intolerable.
1: You you could I don't think so at all.
0: Oh, we got our first split. I don't, I, first I, split decision. I think
1: I think she is so good for TV. Uh, I can't stand I her. I know that she's not a good person at all. But I think T V wise thing. she makes things run when there's just there could be nothing there at all. And she could just say something on the side or say something to someone else. I don't know what it is. She's just got this itch that just will not be scratched unless she offends someone, and it's great.
0: But last season, like I, I actually started to come around to her a little bit because she seemed like she was being reasonable when she was getting just murdered by Erica. Yeah, all season, like yeah. ruthless. Yeah, and she did that stupid thing with the T. I hate when people enunciate the T's, like when they're trying to act tough, like or what? Yeah, or what? And sorry if that hurts your ears. I don't. I don't know what that sounds like. But (laughs) like when she gets in her face, first of all, or what? Like you're not gonna do shit anyway. Yeah, nothing's popping off here. So settle down. Second, stop enunciating so hard. And that's why I think that Erica's just always full of shit. We can get into that right now. Yeah, I don't believe a word she says because of the way she talks. Yeah, it seems so scripted and so like she's trying to talk like this. Let me tell you something, Andy. Yeah, if you think that. Like get, no one talks like that when they're being serious. Yeah. And she always puts on this like facade and the story is insane. Like Tom rolls his car or her son rolled his car five times in the snow. Yep. But we're not going to get into that. According to, according to Erica, we're not going to get into that.
1: No, it doesn't help her cause at all. She, as much as she keeps saying that she doesn't want to talk about what's going on, she's the one who keeps bringing it up. People are just asking her if she's Okay.
0: Well, she attacks anybody that asks her what's going on. Yeah. Like, and then she sits there at the reunion and is like, oh, like, just come to me. If you want answers, then you can just come to me. Yep. Which is, again, that, like, I can't stand it. Yeah. But then when they go to her and ask questions, she threatens to fuck them up. Yeah. So...
1: I mean, Sutton hired security for a week. That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> That's my point. Like, I can't stand it. But it's so funny. Like, it's there, not we, funny.
1: Everyone knows that she didn't hire security. Uh, for
0: she a 1,000% hired you think security. she did? Without a doubt.
1: I think she just said that.
0: No, she definitely... I don't think so. No? I take everything she... Like, the one thing I'll give her is, like, I take everything that she says, like, relatively seriously. I yeah. think that she's being genuine. And did she hire security? Yeah. Because she's that over the top. Everything with her is so over the top. It's so annoying. Like I can't, I can't stand the faces she makes. I can't stand the side comments. And the, the whole scene and scenario in which she wants to sit there at Kyle's when Kyle is distraught, yeah. right? Her best friend just got robbed at gunpoint with yep. her children in the house. This really rattled the whole crew. Yep, Understandably so she's she's a mess and Sutton comes in and Sutton's like first of all couldn't really care less like she just kind of walks in like oh uh, you know what I've, got she these,
1: say? I've got these cookies that I found in my car from yesterday she's
0: oh no she starts with it looks like I've been crying but I have allergies oh yeah yeah just, Which, just in case you were wondering yeah I'm
1: really I really don't care about yeah this. just to
0: clarify could not give any more shits like I do not care about this at all like this you're sobbing. I don't know why. Is here's, what you,
1: here's a here's a two day old cookie. Here's a two car. day old cookie it's been sitting in the sun. You know, maybe the, the chocolate chips are probably uh, it's know, chocolate liquid chip at this point.
0: and molasses. Oh yeah, it's it's been in uh, apparently Beverly Hills is in L A. So it's been in the L A. Sun. <laughs> yeah,
1: there you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and then when they start to talk about it, and Kyle's explaining, like I I can't believe it. Like this is insane. I'm so upset. And like blah blah blah. Sutton has the audacity to say that every what what did she say
1: she said I had I had a pretty crazy morning too I've been putting fires out all. I've been things.
0: putting fires out all morning thank you I've been putting fires out all morning Which
1: she did not go into at all well she, start, know, I, well, she all, touched Kyle shouldn't on it have let her go into anything at that point but
0: no and but like she that's it I, I knew I wrote it down somewhere she says it's all relative. It's all relative. What?
1: So in other words, she's saying she may have gotten a flat tire this morning. Oh, and she no, no, fixed.
0: No, no, I wrote this down to I, I like I said, I took notes. I just had to find <laughs> them. As she says, her issue that she the fire she put out that morning is her designer from Italy, I believe, was flying in and was having issues with immigration. That was the comparison to Dorit being held at gunpoint whilst being robbed, and then when Kyle responds, her response is, "It's all relative."
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: I like I'm yeah. No, there's
1: there's no defending anything. I'm even even for content and like joking purposes, which, as we said earlier, very serious situation can't really make jokes or anything we can make jokes about sutton all day but sure. there's just nothing to be said about the way that she handled that from no. start to finish no
0: and then then when they get into the dating because it gets awkward and Kyle her, I'm a big Kyle stan
1: yeah
0: big big Kyle stan yeah. she's she's awesome she you know has her shortcomings here and there but overall I think she's one of the more genuine housewives amongst yep. all of the housewives yep so she gets into the dating with Sutton. Yep. And now Sutton's fired up about Erica for some reason. And Sutton says to Kyle that she doesn't care if they're rich, unlike your friends. Is what she then says to Kyle. After downplaying what happened to Dorit, she then instantly insults Kyle and all of her friends and potential partners for those friends. Yes. Like what i i can't and then you're going to sit here and defend that you're a Sutton person.
1: I'm not i let's clear this up now.
0: Well no, I'm you not, can't just backtrack. I'm you said I'm not a
1: Sutton supporter. You're I a just, Sutton stan. I just think she's so great for TV.
0: I but I could do with that and then she she gets upset at Kyle. Kyle responds to her remarks about not being like her friends. Yeah. And Sutton gets upset. Yep. And Sutton gets upset seemingly because Kyle doesn't ask her about, like, her problems. Like, that's what the vibe I got when she's like, well, I've been putting fires out all morning. It's like, oh, well, you didn't ask me if I had shit going on. But it's like, you shouldn't be asking about any of your shit because Dorit just got robbed. Yeah. It's just banana land. She's she's certifiable, in my opinion.
1: And there's also, obviously, a reason why... Every single one of the other Housewives went to Dorit's house that morning. Except for Sutton. Did they all go? Every single one of them.
0: They did all show up? Well, she lives down the street from Kyle, Yeah, I believe.
1: I think maybe Garcelle couldn't go because she was coming back from Miami. But but Sutton that, was...
0: That doesn't make sense. They're both in Miami. Well, maybe they are. Sutton and Garcelle do Miami. That's no. the next show. <laughs> now, let's get into... The the robbery itself, the yeah. meat the meat and potatoes yeah. of episode number one.
1: Yeah.
0: So they break in through the window. Yeah. Go upstairs. For whatever reason, this night of all nights, Dorit decided to put her children in their own beds when PK was out of town. Which thank God. Thank God. So weird universe thing there, but kids are safe, so that's good. Held at gunpoint. For the entirety of the robbery, in which they take—oh, yep. she didn't know—they didn't know she would be there, right? And then yep. they hold her at gunpoint. She points them towards the purses, and this is where I get a little. Okay, we'll get there, but a little what? I'll get there. So let me let's get let's get through the whole what happened. Okay, they take all her stuff. They take her cell phone. And then, as they leave, they throw her phone by the door.
1: Oh, they placed it very nicely by the door, and he left the pulsating
0: the light on. Okay, thank you. The light is on. All right. So here's where we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Yeah. Fast forward a little bit. It's the next night, and she's out to drinks with her friends at her friend's house after getting robbed at gunpoint with her kids in the house. But whatever, she's at that house having dinner or drinks, and recapping the whole evening, she tells everybody what happened. And
1: she's definitely distraught. I mean, it's she's not
0: clear. No, she's definitely distraught. I'll I
1: thought it. it was a little in poor taste that every one of them got fully dressed and dolled up like a night, a full night out.
0: Kyle wore PJs cause she's a real one.
1: Yeah. Doree came over full sweatsuit.
0: First time I've not seen her really, in designer clothes.
1: Really wanted Sutton to come over. By the way, look
0: great. She looked great.
1: Yeah. looks great. In the, it's a cool sweatsuit, but really wanted Sutton to pop through the door and be like, Doree what are you wearing sweats for
0: <laughs> but she would
1: yeah
0: and, and you stand i'm gonna say that word a thousand times by the way it's the hip word
1: i just think sutton should have probably been invited to that just to... was she not probably not oh, everyone else was there interesting yeah
0: i didn't i just figured she i see in my mind that's a Sutton moment where she's like oh i'm just not going
1: she did have to put out a lot of fires that morning. So. She put
0: her Italian designer got it hung up with immigration. It's all relative shooter. It's all relative baby. <laughs> I probably forgot. His That's going to be quarter, the name something. of this episode. It's all relative. Yeah. That's episode one. It's all relative. Yeah. But quoting Sutton for it. So maybe I'm a Sutton Stan. We're we're naming the first episode after her.
1: But very nice to have a, you know, a nice easy dinner. Didn't really, I've gone back and forth on this a couple times where Doreet leaves the day after, leaves her children with her security guard and assistant to go hang out with her friends to have a couple of drinks and basically relive the last you know, 24 hours of her life. I have a lot of issues with Over with and what over happened and over again. Now, the reason I've gone back and forth on this is because it's been pointed out to me by my girlfriend that the kids didn't know what happened. Still don't, apparently. Still don't. I mean, they're five and seven. So, would they even really be able to comprehend? I Probably don't think not. there's any reason
0: for them to know.
1: No, and the seven-year-old might be able to comprehend it, and then could be, you know, scared moving forward.
0: Is this your child psychology portion of the yeah, show? Yeah,
1: this is. Uh, welcome to Shooter's Child <laughs> Psychology Corner, and uh, today we'll be digging in deep. We'll work about on that name too. The deep-seated issues of robberies, but no. Um, I I had an issue with her leaving the kids at home at first, and then I thought. Well, if they don't know, then they kind of think that this is just another day. So maybe Dorit wants to Absolutely not be not. super. I mean, she did break down quite a few times. Her friends did ask her to relive it like seven or eight times, which I also think she wanted super to poor
0: taste. Do you think she wanted to? I and this is where I, I warned at the beginning of the show. I'd have some opinions that might yeah. not be super popular, but we are tearing off the bandaid here. We're going to be honest with you on our takes. Here's my issue with the whole thing. Whether the kids know or not is completely irrelevant. That's besides the point. As a parent, in that scenario, whether they know or not, like you'd want to be, you know, it's not like Dorit forgot because she didn't tell her kids. Steele's pulling the parent card. I, that's. I'm going to be using that one all the time. I've got that. One, I got that one up on you, so I'm going to pull the parent card because. Right. But no, seriously, like I could not imagine in that scenario being like, you know what. I'm gonna go have some drinks with my friends. Not only that, I'm going to relive every moment that happened last she easily could have said, I don't wanna talk about it. Yeah. She easily could have went into a much less descriptive reenactment.
1: Well, this is where I, I have an issue with is it are the producers insisting? and they want them all to get together see, so that's that they the can editing. get more content and the editing this is way more than that's editing. Possible. this is i mean she just went through
0: by no 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 gunpoint yeah. robbery for sure
1: did the producers really tell her we hey, want you we'd, to... we'd like you to to get together with your friends and talk about this. that that so, i could see that now that's i mean it's content so can we say it's in poor taste sure but it works for the show now pk was landing from london and then he came over to the friend's house, he didn't go see it. I mean, I went. He went to go see his wife, but his kids were also part of that robbery. I agree. Here, Here, it's just a little. It's a little sketchy.
0: Yeah, but with the PK thing, to your point, is the kids don't know. Yeah, Dory does know. She's a mess. So get over there, check on her. Then you guys can book like both go see the kid like that. Okay, but what I don't understand is. When she's reliving these moments, these terrible moments, and again, this is a horrible thing that happened, but she the way that she exclaims like what she said to the robbers, Mm -hmm. she starts using a voice. I thought she was actually crying. But when she stands up, she starts talking normal again. So in that moment, she not only reenacted it, but she like put on an acting voice. I don't think that any of this is fake, first and foremost. Let me clear that up. But I don't get like there it just seems here we go. The, the bad take. It's, it seems sketchy. It seems sketchy to me.
1: There, there are definitely some pieces that don't add up. I think... yeah. How I did think she not action, hear the
0: window? That's what I... I mean, she,
1: she could be using a sound machine. We don't need... Right? Who knows if we have to start figuring that again, out. Again,
0: I do think this all happened. In a, yeah, I, I, think, I, I think
1: the whole thing is entirely true. My problems and questions lie with the aftermath But again, it is a TV show, so we do need Dorit to painstakingly go over all of the details with all of her friends so that her friends can react again.
0: And I agree. And if you know what, if it does come back that she was asked by producers that like I feel terrible for her, like I feel even worse than I do now. And I don't want I don't want my skepticism on some specific things to be misconstrued as me not believing the whole thing that happened. Absolutely not. Because I do, you know.
1: That's why the disclaimer in the beginning of the show happened. Right. Now, I mean, if you're a weird person and just popped into the middle of our show and missed the disclaimer. You might be a little shame upset. On you. Shame on you. And yeah, that's your fault. Go back to the beginning. Yeah. Those don't, don't.
0: Yeah. This is great. the whole experience. Okay. So don't shortchange us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, but here's,
0: okay. So here, here's where my actual my big question for the whole thing is so allegedly if you go online and go on like the Bravo boards, there is a, um, rumor about PK and money. Mm -hmm. Okay. PK might have some issues with his finances. Now she Dorit being, she has an extensive purse and clothing collection. Like she, right. Okay. So she, Wears a lot of very expensive things. She pointed them directly to her purses, which I get, like, that's where all the money is.
1: I think that's also a good move because
0: I think it's a great the
1: move. The purses you can get back. I mean, the jewelry.
0: But the purses are also insured.
1: Everything's insured. The jewelry is probably also insured. I'm sure the jewelry is insured. Let's be smart. But yeah. the
0: purses are like, we're talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars for one bag.
1: Sure. But she Was... can get the majority of those. I mean, I'm sure some of them are like classical pieces that you'll never find again. But I, uh, I'm sure there are a lot of purses that she could just repurchase. She can. Get I understand that with the insurance money.
0: But that's not a little shady, do you?
1: No, I think that was actually her thinking in the moment. I think that I think she deserves recognition for not pointing them to the jewelry, not pointing them to the pieces that she'll never be able to get back. Point them you... to point them to something commercialized that you can purchase again. You can't get a diamond necklace that you got from, and I'm you know, just making this up, but you get a diamond necklace passed down from three or four generations, you're not going to get that back.
0: You're assuming she has a fourth Absolutely. generation.
1: Four or five generations. Yeah. Don't we all? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't found mine yet. Uh, I just think that it's interesting to me that a lot of insured items were stolen. I'm not saying that there weren't actually robbers there. But was everything that was stolen actually stolen?
1: I think so. I, I mean, the way that she described it, and you can see the footage as well. Which I don't know how many entry points there are to her house, but it was on camera perfectly. Between the what did she say that they wrapped it all up in the comforter? They did wrap it. Up. I mean, they clearly dragged come it out with out. a huge bag. There were three of them, I think, but I only saw two. So, I mean, I don't know no, how, there the details two. of that, but. But the, the the thing that I keep coming back to is, yeah, they held her at gunpoint. But are they like, they, they didn't smash the phone? They like, didn't. Uh, the, you phone the phone? Thing is
0: the that's where I have my like most of my issues.
1: Yeah, that's the piece that I'm I find myself coming back to all the time. Where it's like either these are really nice robbers, but they do it correct. I, like I do I I mean, have, do I it have a hard time. They do it correctly. Yeah.
0: How do you rob somebody correctly?
1: I don't know. I've seen the Italian job.
0: So, it's Minnie Coopers.
1: <laughs> Minnie Coopers with Mark Wahlberg.
0: Minnie yes. Coopers with Mark Wahlberg yep. is the setup for a successful heist. Absolutely, yeah. I actually believe that.
1: Nobody got hurt. Maybe, you know, emotionally traumatized. But she got her phone back.
0: I just don't understand that. Not only that, not only that, why, who would rob somebody, take their phone, and then put the flasher on so that you can find the phone?
1: And it's dark out there.
0: Okay, whatever. It's by the the front gate. Like, you're exactly. going to see the phone.
1: He wasn't flustered at, so, I mean, if you want to dig into the robber's background, I'm down. The robbers, this is not their first job. This is not their first job.
0: No, they were, they, they knew what were
1: they were efficient. doing. They, they, you know, in the middle of all this, they didn't think she was going to be there. She was there, but they came prepared. They didn't involve the kids, which is...
0: Uh, it's, I mean, thank God.
1: Thank God. Thank God. But, but they gave her phone back. They saved her the I pain. don't... But
0: why would they do... like she? And then she makes a point to say when she's reenacting the whole thing that I begged them to leave my phone. I begged them to leave my phone. And they did.
1: But why? Why does she care about her phone? I back, don't know.
0: Sense? I'm just saying there's some things here... That I wouldn't be shocked if some some things about it were not on the up and up. Yeah. I do think they were robbed at gunpoint. I think it's terrible. However, it just there's some things that don't add up to me.
1: Also, I mean, and for somebody of her nature who puts the majority of what she does on social media, maybe. I mean, it's a pretty easy target to be like, all right, I know where this woman lives and she's clearly out of the country. But what was the other thing that she didn't set up the security that night? Which oh. is believable because they were jet lagged. So, well, you she know, sometimes also, you just forget those things. She
0: said she doesn't do the security system because the kids wander around in the evening sometimes. She said that they sleepwalk or something and they go down the stairs and they trip the alarm. Which, again, see, there's just some things, like, I don't know. Okay, I mean, can I believe That's that? Believable. Yeah. yeah, I could believe that. And then that there's another rumor, the Teddy Mellencamp rumor. Do you know this one? No. So, Teddy Mellencamp, who was on the show previously, yeah. uh, her husband installs alarm systems. Right. Installed one in one of the other housewives' house at some point or another in the past 10 years or so. Right. That house was robbed because there was an issue with the alarm system.
1: Oh. Oh, didn't Mauricio make that joke? There was something Briefly.
0: on Watch What Happens Live where they talked about, like I think they brought this up, actually, about yeah. Teddy Mellencamp and her husband. When he brought that up to Dorit on Watch What Happens Live, which was obviously live filmed just a few days ago, yeah. her, she never denied that he installed it. So, did he install it? And is Teddy Mellencamp's husband, is he behind the robbery, is like a oh. new hot take out there right now. Oh
1: man, big conspiracy.
0: Yeah, previous housewife and her husband rob current housewives. Yeah. Which, again, another Bravo show I would watch. Absolutely. That would be a fantastic show.
1: Bravo robberies? Braveries. Braveries, yep. Bra- that better than what you were trying to make work with
0: Rob. Uh, Bra- the, uh We can get back to those. No, we don't have to. No, no we can get back to those no. at some point. Um, the show's got to end at some point. That's true. That's, I think we are getting close, but is there anything else... Anything you want to touch on from this episode, obviously...
1: Oh, I've got... There's there's another very funny piece, which it... Again, you know, for our first episode, the first episode of the season, something very serious happens. Kind of takes away from the little things that I was laughing about. Um, the situation between Lisa and Sutton, where Sutton went on Watch What Happens Live and said that she invited Lisa and Harry... Oh, with Renna. Yeah. yeah. And they never thanked her yeah. for, for the invitation. Right. I can't believe that. Yeah, good catch, Good catch. another funny part where then Lisa got mad. If we're talking about thank yous, how about Garcelle never sending me a thank you note for Harry's sauce? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I don't make sauce. I've heard that Harry's bolognese is unreal. I hear it slamming. He's got some great tomatoes in his garden. Do I need to send a thank you note for a sixteen to twenty-four ounce jar of sauce? I mean maybe if you're into that I, life.
0: I don't I don't think I would get visibly upset if it happened.
1: It's just funny the deflection of you didn't thank me for coming to a charity event, which then, oddly enough, no, no, Sutton no. was like, I probably shouldn't have said that.
0: Well, you know why? Why Rin has been going to that for like the past twenty years by yeah. herself. Like she wasn't a guest of Sutton's yeah. apparent like that she sat with yeah. Sutton. But she didn't go because of Sutton. She has been an attendee for decades, apparently.
1: And the funny, like, and back to the editing, the back and forth was hilarious. Where Sutton's talking to Garcelle about, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said those things. I don't really think it's going to be that big of a deal. And Garcelle's like, yeah, you know, maybe it's not going to be that big of a deal. And then you flash over to Rita and Erica talking. Mm -hmm. And Rita's like, you don't say that shit. Like, I'm not the one to mess with. And Erica's like, yeah, you, she got the wrong bitch, mm-hmm. and I was like, that is awesome duality, just back and forth of those two. Like, ah, I don't think it's going to really be that bad. Like, could you imagine somebody not to liken Lisa to another one of our favorite housewives, Teresa? But could you imagine somebody being like, you know what, I really don't think Teresa's going to blow up about this. Yeah, no chance in hell.
0: No, would you
1: not expect some sort of at least a talking to, a very stern talking to? Maybe Lisa's a little tamer in her uh, in her older age, but. You know, 15, you know, 10, 15 years ago, Lisa would have reamed her out. Yeah. Lisa's publicly, definitely,
0: she's uh, definitely calmed down a little bit, but. Still not the one to mess with. No, I, oh, I don't know. Cause like she, she holds grudges over weird things. Like there's, there's certain things that she gets like heated about. And I think it's like you said, it's just deflection. She's just yeah. trying to like, well, it's not my fault yeah. because you did this. And. Would I be upset if I gave somebody a jar of sauce and didn't get some kind of, like, at least a text, like, hey, thank you, that was really good, or hey, thanks, period. Yeah. I I get that a little bit. Would I, in context, no, it doesn't make any sense that she would bring that up in that moment. That's silly. At the same time, Sutton shouldn't have brought it up about the Elton John thing. That was just nonsense as well. (laughs) And that's just Sutton being Sutton, yeah. And which, Sutton, Sutton gonna Sutton, you know. It's but I can't, I I hate it. It drives me absolutely insane. But can we also comment on the fact that Harry Hamlin's seventy years old and looks phenomenal? He looks great. He looks great.
1: I liked him last year with the beard, a little bit, a little bit longer hair, a little straggly, but <laughs> yeah, you could tell he was really getting into his element. He loves cooking. Yeah, he's having he's a great found, time. Yeah,
0: he's found his. He's I, he's the guy that. I would like to cook a dinner with. Absolutely, you know, yeah. like just shoot the shit in the kitchen over yeah. over some bolognese. Apparently, yeah. well, good good cat. I forgot about the the Rena Sutton nonsense. Of course, it has to do with Sutton.
1: Yeah, and, and that'll pop back up when it's appropriate. I mean, I don't think we're gonna, you know, this season's gonna give the appropriate amount of time to Dorit because this is really tough for her, and you know, rightfully so. Let's let's yeah, talk it, it out. Yes. Let's make yep. sure that we. I don't want to say exhaust the subject or exhaust the event but you know give it the appropriate amount of time for us to kind of move on but i think digest you know, once, once we digest all of that and once we get past all of that i think the the petty wars of the thank you notes and the uh the sauce are, are going to come back in full swing
0: i do too and i think that you know that's probably more the the tone we were hoping for in yeah. the first episode of the season was something that's not so real. Yeah. Like that was a real moment. That was a really scary moment. Yes, absolutely. I would much, it'd be much easier to make light of Sutton being a moron and saying stupid things all the time absolutely. and being a very unlikable person. I mean, head to toe, I can't stand her. Great for TV. I think you like her. I don't... I think you're a Sutton fan. You know
1: what? Yeah, all right, fine. I'm not a Sutton fan, but I love her in this show because somebody has to do the dirty work.
0: But why is it her now? I mean, she's always said stupid things. This
1: is a good springboard into what we saw at the end of the episode with a brief glimpse into the rest of the season. We've got a new housewife. That's true. And she looks like she's ready to take on the villain role. And she said so as much. She said... You want me to be your villain? I will be, and I'm interested to see where we're going there.
0: I'm excited. I think it's it was time for some for some fresh blood in there. Yeah, you got to stir. I'm, I'm tired of seeing the same people argue with each other.
1: Yep, every show's got to have some fresh blood.
0: Yep, I would. I mean, I wish it was Denise Richards coming back. If I'm being honest, yeah, I don't think we're gonna get that. No, never.
1: No. Uh, maybe you know the appropriate amount of time, but not at the moment. No.
0: I don't know. I could see her sneaking back in, like l- late season, like halfway mark. Unless they're saving more time for that, the new house. Well, who, uh, do we have any info on the new housewife before we wrap this up?
1: No, I didn't do any uh, any digging on the oh, background. But uh, as you said, you know, getting some fresh blood in there is going to help out a lot. And it seems like
0: she can replace Sutton. Could
1: I don't think she's going to replace Sutton. I don't think anybody. Get, do, gonna,
0: I, I'll give you that. She, I mean, she keeps it interesting.
1: Yeah, we're going to get one of two things with the new girl. Either she's going to team up with Sutton, and we're going to have a terrible
0: two-headed no, she dragon. Not. I don't think she can get along with anybody. I think she gets along with Garcelle because Garcelle makes an effort to not piss her off.
1: Yeah, Garcelle makes an effort to not piss anybody off.
0: Which I appreciate.
1: Yeah, which is good. Somebody's going to have to do that. But yeah, I, we're either going to get a, a terrible two-headed dragon between the new girl and Sutton, or they're going to clash, and that'll be fun.
0: I'm here for that. Yeah, all day. I mean, I think I think we did it. I yeah. think that's episode one.
1: Yeah, I feel pretty good.
0: I got a I lot of f- things off my chest. I a feel of better. Takes. I I I feel like I'll still catch some flack for some questions that I asked. For sure, but you but know, I just I need I am not I just want some answers. I yeah. think there's some outstanding answers that we we as fans deserve to know, and that's all. And well, that's
1: the point of this show is yeah Steele and I both had a lot that we wanted to discuss that
0: it's a different perspective you... too yeah. you know, like this from two people that really i mean I didn't watch any bravo until like two years ago agreed yeah. and I think like pandemic is when it like went full strength,
1: yeah, yeah. a lot of a uh, lot of t v time a lot of screen time going on there, so
0: it gives you our as, as newbies to the bravo scene as well as you know. Two people that may, people may, like, no one expected me to watch Bravo. No. Right? So, like, to hear my takes, it's, a, you know, just a little, just a little refreshing, just yeah. a little different.
1: Look, there's there's definitely a lot of people out there, a lot of guys, a lot of girls that might watch it, whether privately or very publicly.
0: I think, by the way, if you're a dude that watches Bravo and you are ashamed of it or you try to hide it or you make fun of other people for watching Bravo, like, get over yourself. Yeah. It's good TV. Am it I is. saying that this is like Emmy award winning television, like Absolutely thought not. provoking? No,
1: no.
0: I'd like it because it's not, I don't want to think when I'm watching it. It's great. I want to shut my brain off and watch people who can be worse than the other person yeah. for an hour.
1: It's the petty wars that are, it's right. great.
0: Do you have anything else? No, I don't either. I so we'll be back next Thursday, barring any technical. We had, uh, a really fun time trying to set all this shit up.
1: Yeah, oh. um, yeah. We'll we'll try to uh, streamline this and get this out
0: asap. Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday. Well, we it's need we need a solid room. date. I I don't think you're supposed to have wiggle room. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, not really. <laughs> that's not a response. <laughs> all right, that's the Brav Bros out. We're out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, Love you guys. Bye.